Hey guys, it's Jamie Scrimger here, second wife, stepmom of three, and mom of one. And you're listening to my podcast, where we talk about all things motherhood, stepmotherhood, and living a kick-ass life. If you're ready for raw and real conversations and are striving to live your very best life, then you are in the right place. Every week, I'll provide you with tips and strategies and mindset shifts to inspire you to live your own version of a kick-ass life. We'll bring you along as I create my own. All right. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to the podcast. So this episode is just me, just me here on my own. And I thought that I would come on and do a little reflection on COVID-19 and where my head's at as things start to reopen and we get into our new normal. Now I am recording this podcast. I believe it's week 10 of the COVID pandemic for me, basically 10 weeks after the kids' school was canceled. I'm kind of laughing now because I look back on the day that we were told that the kids wouldn't be going back to school or there's going to be a two-week break. And part of me was like, oh my God, how am I going to survive? And now here we are 10 weeks later. I did survive, um, but I had no idea what we were in for. Now, I will say uh, this pandemic, as hard as it has been, I've actually really enjoyed a lot of it. And I'm sure it comes as no surprise that I've done a lot of soul searching during this time. And at the beginning, despite being like, what in the flying F is happening right now? Like, is this real life? Because sidebar, think about this. A virus has basically taken over the world and shut things down. Like, this just sounds like a movie, not real life. But several times during those what the F moments or during the struggles, I did think to myself, what if this could be one of the best things that ever happened to me? And despite going a bit stir crazy and feeling overwhelmed with the kids and working from home and staying up to date on the school and the extra financial stress and all of that, I have had that mentality all along, even on the really frustrating days. And guys, I'm not going to lie. There have been some very frustrating days. Like there have been some days where I'm like, I, I don't know if I can take this any longer. I sat in my car and cried and just felt so, so, so overwhelmed and missing the people in my life. Just like all of you, we've all been there. Now, that being said, like I just said, there are things that I've really loved about isolation and I have a little bit of anxiety about what life is going to look like or feel like when we return to normal or our new normal. And I'm talking about the extra space in our calendar. I love having that extra space. I love having my husband at home. I love having to not make lunches. And I love the extra cuddles and the lack of routine and the movies and the long walks and so many of the things that we just don't do when life is normal. I've loved it all. And I am someone who sees the silver linings in things. I I always have. And when I reflect back on my life, all the really, really tough stuff, all the really painful things, I always found a lesson. And even though maybe I didn't realize it in the moment, it always changed me in a positive way. And I actually have a blog post that's titled Why I'm Grateful for the Bullshit in Life. And I talk about all the really hard things like my parents' divorce, my childhood relationships, my anxiety, my family going bankrupt, mental health, alcoholism, being estranged from my mom, like marrying a man with kids, the co-parenting challenges, people doubting me and thinking that I'd amount to nothing in life. And because seriously, there are a few family members who I'm sure thought, actually, they basically told me that they thought I would end up in juvie and probably would probably see some satisfaction in that actually happening. But that's a different story for a different day. What I mean is that there are so many experiences in life that 
If I didn't have all those experiences, I would not be the person I am. I would not have learned the lessons I've learned and I would not be doing what I'm doing right now. So I am so grateful for that. I, I consider myself lucky to have the platform that I do. Actually, no, maybe lucky isn't the word. I have worked my ass off to grow this community and connect with all of you, but I'm again, grateful to have it all. Now you're probably like, okay, Jamie, you're rambling. Um, where does COVID-19 fit into this? And I'm sorry, I am kind of going off on a tangent here, but I think that COVID-19 is something that we can add to the list of tough stuff. COVID-19 has given us all time to hang out with ourselves and have a little more alone time. Our calendars are empty and we have space to sit and reflect on what's working and what's not and what type we want to live when we return to real life. And before I dive into all the things that I myself have taken out of COVID-19, I do want to talk about something for a quick second because I do feel like there's going to be people who follow me and are like, okay, are you always trying to get your shit together, lady? Like, are you always just reevaluating and checking in with yourself and talking about pivoting in life and all of that? And in short, the answer is yes. And it's not because I'm a yo-yo. Um, it's not because I say things that I'm going to do and then I don't actually follow through. And then it's like going on and off a diet. That's not what it is. But it's that I'm just so passionate about living a kick-ass life. I really want to live a big life, guys. Like, I want to have a big impact I want to make killer memories with my family and friends. I want to have this sense of freedom, and I don't think it's impossible. I truly am a what's next person. How can we do this bigger? How can we do this better? Like, I love processes like that. And, you know, years ago, I went to a conference with my husband, and the speaker started talking about being complacent and how that's such a huge mistake in life. And it was one of those things that really, really stuck with me, and it's something that I am so passionate about. And actually, my husband and I talk about it all the time. I am not okay with being complacent, which is basically being overly content and comfortable with how things are. Like I am always striving for more. And I think that everyone should be doing that and no one should get too comfortable with how things are because I think COVID-19 has really shaken us all up and reminded us not to be complacent. Don't get too comfortable. Like tomorrow owes you nothing. You do not know what is going to happen. So don't get comfortable, be ready to pivot and yeah. So anyway, again, rambling, but in this episode, I'm going to share with you the things that I have taken from my reflections and my discomfort during COVID-19. And I guess all my reflections on whether or not I was getting complacent. So the first thing is, and I know this is going to be common for a lot of people, and it's something that I have shared before, but man, am I craving more space in my life our life is insane. And I'm not saying that as someone who's like, oh, we're so busy. We're so great because we're so busy because honestly, those people are so annoying. But there are four kids and we have hockey and we have invested in real estate and we both run our own businesses and we have a lot of family. And it just seems like we are always on the go with very little downtime, like a relaxing weekend on the win in the winter, maybe a social event and five hockey games. And I'm not kidding you. Like there's just always something on the calendar. And Darren loves it. He is a go, go, go guy. He always wants to be doing something, always planning something, always out for a good time, always out for making memories. And that was actually one of the hardest things for me to adjust to when we first got together because I'm a homebody. I love to putter. I love to read. I love to relax. I love to do all this self-reflection stuff that I'm always talking about with you guys. And I'm training him to love a little bit more downtime, but it's been a work in progress. And during this whole time that we've been at home, I've realized just how much I miss that space. So even when life is busy again, I'm going to be super deliberate about what 
gets a yes. And I know I've said that before, but again, it's a constant work in progress. And I have been reading Everything is Figure Outable by Marie Forleo. And I believe I've shared this with you guys before, maybe over on Instagram, but she's a huge inspiration for me and always has been. I will link her in the show notes for it if you want to check her out. But in her book, she talks about paying attention to how you feel when you're asked questions. Like if someone asks you if you want to do something, pay attention to the way that you feel. Like you can feel the no in your body. Like if you don't want to do something, your body will tell you that. And I'm going to start paying attention to that gut feeling. If someone asks you if you want to do something and your instant reaction is not a positive one in your body, that's a no. And another person that I follow and I really admire is Landon, who from Living with Landon, again, another blogger who inspires me. I'm going to link her for you too, but she's always saying, if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. And I think we all need to come back to that. And I'm definitely going to be coming back to that. I'm probably going to start to write that saying on the top of my journal because, and my planner and all the things, because I really, I don't want to lose that. I don't want to lose the space that we have now. Now, the second thing from hanging out with myself so much is I've been thinking a lot about this platform and I can't even really label how I'm feeling about it. And I know that this platform is for stepmoms and this is you know, primarily stepmoms who listen into the episodes and read my blog posts and are in the exclusive stepmom community and work with me one-on-one. But guys, this platform is about so much more than just step parenting. And I want to evolve and grow that aspect of it because it's basically about thriving amongst the tough stuff in life, like owning your shit and living a good life, like not letting other people dictate how you live your life, not letting other people's actions and reactions control you. And that's just not something that stepmoms resonate with or stepmoms need to hear. Like everyone needs to hear that. We all deal with hard things in life. And I've been talking about doing this a bit more, but I guess this time has really inspired me to actually take action and make it happen. But I want to share a little bit more lifestyle and personal development content Things are going to start to diversify a bit over here, and I'm not quite sure how that's going to look. I need to kind of figure it out, but I'm craving something more with this platform. I'm craving a new challenge and a new direction. So yes, I'm going to talk about step parenting and the challenges and overcoming challenges and all of that kind of stuff that comes with being a stepmom, but I am not just a stepmom. And if you're a stepmom listening to this, you're not just a stepmom either. There's a lot of other things that you like and you could benefit from learning about. And truthfully... Well, I think about it. I think a lot of the issues that stepmoms have is that they focus way too much on all things stepmom life and they lose themselves in it. And we are not going to do that here. So stay tuned for a little bit of a shift in content, still just as inspiring, still about living a kick-ass life. Um, but we're going to branch out and do things a little bit differently. Third thing, mom guilt. I've never really had this thing with mom guilt. It really didn't really didn't hit me until recently. And then especially during this COVID-19 thing, like I saw all the moms doing crafts and cooking and doing the homework and baking and all these things on Instagram. And I'm like, how the hell are you working and doing all of that? Like, yeah, I'm hanging out with my kid and we're surviving here, but there's no Pinterest perfect crafts happening. Like I just did not understand And then I get emails from the school about different activities to do, like going through your recycling bin and sorting your recycling bin with your five-year-old. And I'm like, no, I do not want to do that. Like, do I have to do that? Like, that's disgusting. (laughs) I don't want to go through that dirty bin or I'm not going to go make mud soup outside. Like, is that our homework right now? Like, is anyone else feel like they don't want to do that or that's just not their thing? And 
it's not my thing. I'm trying to run a business and run a house and there's three other kids and I don't have time to sit and make mud soup and, or maybe I'm just not prioritizing mud soup or whatever homework activity was sent to us that day, but I just didn't have the bandwidth to do it. And I started to feel super guilty because I couldn't do it all. Like I really could not do it all. And it made me start to think about the type of mom that I am. And I had to start to come to terms with the type of mom that I am. Like I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a stepmom with three teenagers. I am a supportive wife. My husband is running a business. And there are things that I'm really, really good at, but crafts and painting and sorting recycling, that's not, that's not in my wheelhouse. Like that's just not my thing. Like, and everyone was making bread with their kids on Instagram. Like, did anyone see that? Like everyone was on their Instagram stories making starter for bread, which again, I didn't fully understand. And then you catch yourself saying, okay, am I supposed to be making bread? But I just, (laughs) I don't know. I found it so confusing because the grocery store is at a toilet paper, not bread. There's still bread there for like two bucks. Like, why do we have to make our own bread? So anyway, again, rambling, but I just was like, I can't do all of those things. And I've had to really come to terms with the mom that I am and learned to be okay with it. And I am good with it now. I am the mom who encourages independent play. And I want you to believe that you can figure anything out on your own. I want you to run outside and entertain yourself and play make-believe by the tree. Pretend it's your kitchen or your fort or whatever you need to do. And then when I'm done work, we will go for a great outdoor walk. We will chat about life. We'll make memories, have a dance party, go on road trips. But like the chances of me sitting and doing like this really Pinterest perfect craft or next level learning activity, it's just, I'm just not the crafty Pinterest mom. And I have learned to be okay with it. I actually, come to think of it, just hired a summer nanny for Reese who is good at all those things so that I can work and do the things that I am good at. And then when I do have the time that I can spend it with her, it's going to be valuable time. And I'm not feeling like I'm being pulled in a million different directions because truthfully, right now, I feel the same way as I used to feel at the end of summer vacation, worn out and ready for everyone to go back and start to do their thing. And summer vacation does not start for a month. Like we still have months and months of this. So I just had to be okay with who I am, the mom that I am and delegate and just accept it, right? Like stop feeling so guilty. Everyone has their strengths and there are things that I will provide my kid that other parents won't and vice versa. And it all works out in the end. So if you're a mom who's still kind of feeling guilty, don't follow those feeds when they're doing all the color coding and and, and whatever, whatever it is that's making you feel like crap on your Instagram feed or your Pinterest page, just don't follow that anymore, okay? You're still a really great mom. Fourth thing is, and I know I've said this a few times throughout this podcast, but tomorrow owes us nothing. And that was a huge thing that I learned in the last little while. It's like, it was my biggest take home because I was getting comfortable again. I was being complacent. And before COVID-19, guys, life was good. I am not going to lie. Darren and I just booked our dream trip with our family to Mexico for Easter. And when I say it was a dream trip, I mean, I have been dreaming about taking all the kids to Mexico for Easter for five years now. And we were finally going to make it happen. I was so excited. I could barely sleep. And it was months away after I booked it. And the kids were good. Our businesses were good. Like everything was feeling so aligned. And like we were really coming into our blended family groove. I just had an amazing weekend with my sisters, like everything in our family and our friends, like everything was just good. And then wham. COVID-19 lockdown. And as much as it sucked, I, again, I was in this place where I was like, is this real life? Like, is this actually freaking happening? It really taught me to not take anything for granted. 
Don't wait until the perfect time to do things. Just do it. Cherish every moment. And the things that you think can't be taken away from you, frig, like, I think we've all learned that now. Like, tomorrow is this nothing. Like, you can't guarantee anything. Did anyone see something as crazy as this coming? I don't think so. Now, the fifth thing that I did during COVID-19 was I hired a life and mindset coach. And there might be people who are a little, think that's a little fluffy and that's totally okay. Everyone has to do what feels right for them. But I was, like I said, in this space where I was like, okay, what's next for me? What's holding me back? I want to level everything up. I want to get out of my comfort zone. I want to do all of these things and reflect and all the stuff I'm talking about in this episode. And I was spinning my tires in the hugest way. And you know, I'm a big believer in investing yourself. I love therapy. I love coaching and all of that. And I knew I just needed something or someone to come in with a fresh perspective and to get me out of my head because I was in my head. And when they say like, get out of your own way, or you are the only one holding you back from living the life that you want to live. It is true, guys. You can chalk that up as a corny quote that flies around on Instagram, or you can take it for what it is. And it is the truth. I was the one sabotaging myself and yeah, getting in my head. So I'm four weeks into this and honestly, it has been game changing. I realized just how much I thrive from having a sounding board, an outside opinion, or someone who can call me on my shit and help me work through the mindset and beliefs that are holding me back. Because until you dive into them, you don't even know how your beliefs about success and family and money and relationships are holding you back and affecting you. It's, it's actually so crazy. So my biggest take home from this is that this needs to be part of my regular routine. If I want to take on all the things I want to take on, if I want to level up, if I want to take all the things that I'm doing to the next level, therapy, coaching, personal development need to be part of my daily routine. Like they're not things that you can just do and then fall off the wagon and get back on. Like you can't just check them off your to-do list. It needs to be part of your self-care routine kind of like, this is kind of a cheesy analogy, but it's like gassing up your car. Like the tank of gas will not last forever. At some point you've got to fill it up. Anyway, that's where my head's at. Maybe it was helpful. Maybe you're like, Jamie, you're all over the place. You need to go in for a few more sessions of with that life coach and talk some of this stuff out because you are a rambler. But either way, I'm all about sharing this process with you. This podcast is all about bringing you along as I create the life that I want to live, bringing you along as I learn lessons, as I, you know, navigate my way through stepmotherhood and motherhood and entrepreneurship and all of the things that we have going on. So hopefully you took a little something from it. If you did and you like this episode and you're enjoying the podcast, please share it with someone who you think needs it. Someone who needs to the little pep talk or needs to feel like someone understands what they're going through. And if you have any reactions of your own, come over to Instagram and shoot me a DM and let me know what resonated with you most. And the last little pep talk thing I'm going to leave you with is guys, if you feel uneasy, if you feel like you want to do more with your life, if you have an idea, if you feel like something needs to change, do something. I say this all the time, but if you want change in your life, you need to change something in your life. And it doesn't have to be big, like a little tweak in how you, you know, approach your morning routine or what you do before bed or how you communicate with your partner. If you just kind of put yourself out there, little changes every single day go a long way. All right. Thank you so much for listening. And I will catch you in the next one. Okay, guys, if you like this podcast, please do me a little favor. 
take a second and subscribe on iTunes and then screenshot this podcast, give it a share in social media and tell your friends what you think. And hey, don't forget to tag me so that I can thank you for helping me spread the word. Thanks so much. And I will talk to you next week.